Hello and welcome to the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host of the Talk Film Society podcast, the editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, Marcelo Pico. Um, I usually tell, I usually say the date of when these are out. I haven't done one of these in a while. It's Thursday, uh, December 8th. Hey, be quiet, guest. It's Thursday, December 8th, 2022. Thursday, December 8th. Um, that's when this episode drops. Um, the date is of no importance, really. It's just, I just chose a Thursday. I'm, I'm looking at my phone. It's not that day. No, no. no well, remember, uh, guest, because I haven't introduced you yet. Um, we we normally record these, uh, and whatever day we say we recorded them on, but, people are listening to them on that day. So, right. happy December eighth to everybody listening. It's only December eighth. It's no it's other day. December. F- uh, no. Okay. Okay. I think I get it. I think I get it. You think you We're get playing it? pretend? <laughs> I'm playing pretend. Sorry, I forgot to take my comedy mask off. Oh well, put that comedy mask back on because, folks, for this special episode, it's a special day because the Talk Film Society podcast is back after a hiatus. Uh, I'm bringing it, I'm bringing it back because hey, we got to talk about awards, right? We got to talk about awards. We gotta. We gotta. And to Why talk about. Talking? <laughs> Let me introduce you <laughs> to talk about awards with me for for now and for weeks to come, possibly, is Marcus Serving. Hello, Marcus. Hi, Marcelo. Rats up, ready to podcast with you about awards. I'm excited about awards. I love awards. Awards. Okay, so here's what's going on. Yes, we're talking awards. Uh, this episode, we're talking the best actors of 2022 in film. Okay, it's all leading towards. The 10th annual Talk Film Society Awards. Okay. I'll do the quick spiel here and you'll hear me talk about this for the next uh, 15 weeks, possibly, (laughs) Uh, whether it's uh, online or uh, in podcast form. So nine years ago, uh, I started the Talk Film Society account on Twitter. It was back. It was called the Tweet, the Tweet Film Society, right? Where I pull people on Twitter and ask them what the best of of, of the year uh, was. You know, I've done that for not. I've done I've done that nine times on Twitter, right? Uh, it's the tenth uh, annual, uh, which is really the ninth anniversary. That's how the math checks out. So, in honor of the tenth time doing this, the tenth time of doing this poll, uh, where we pick the best films of the year, best uh, we nominate the best films, actors, everything, all categories, like the Oscars. In honor of that, we're going to do this podcast series talking about the season uh, of 2022, the award season, and also just the Talk from Society Awards over the last nine years, right? That's kind of what I want to do here, Marcus, right? Does that sound good to you, Marcus? Sounds great to me, Marcelo. I'm glad to be celebrating our legacy. Yes, this, this is what we leave behind to our children. Okay. From 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 the early days that I was just a fan of the Twitter account, voting in all the polls and the in the Talk Film Society seal of approval to give films, uh, and then and then the later day and then the mid days when I got hired to the website and paid the big bucks to write a lot of articles <laughs> and do some podcasts, and then the later days where I stopped writing and we just do podcasts now. Yeah. Uh, it's all been fun to do. I've all been, it's all been a fun thing to take part of. Uh, Ten years. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I sh- I'll say this, and, and also thank you, Marcus. For Did, did you vote in the first one, in, in the first poll? Uh, do you know what that was? Because it's possible. 
I doubt it. Um, I mean, the the I, I see uh, uh, the results of the first poll I did. Uh, they were uh, released on Twitter on February twenty third, twenty fourteen. Wow. Um, so if you voted for like Wolf of Wall Street or w- what else was nominated that year? Um, her, Francis Ha, Gravity, yeah, Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, they came if, together. I remember that one. Yeah. So if if you know you could have voted in that poll. Actually, I have the record still. Like I have all this saved. I could look up your name and see what you voted for. Really? In the first, I thought it yeah. was like Twitter. In I thought it was like what was it like a Google Doc thing? It's always been a Google Doc. Yeah. Well, okay. okay I, I guess I thought it was a Twitter poll. I guess some. Okay. Here, let me give you some background. You and the and the listeners. Yes. I've been doing it all by myself. The the, the uh, tabulating of the of the of the of the ballots. Okay, there have always it's always been this way. Okay, two rounds of voting. Oh, similar to uh, Marcus. You okay? Sounds like you 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 hit your head on. No, I, I was I was I was I was getting confused. Uh, never mind. I get it. Now. <laughs> You're talking about the TFS awards. Yes. Yes, the TFS awards. The Talk from Society awards. Okay, I just realized you thought we were talking about the seal of approval. Which Correct. Is yes, like, it's a whole separate thing, which only happened for like three years, well, not yeah. even that long, and then quickly abandoned. It. Yeah, I but, tried. I remember rallying to try to bring it back. <laughs> and that work. failed. That failed. That failed. We're talking the talk from society awards, which is similar. You know, there's polling involved. There's there's there's, there's people's opinions coming in, but this is for just us copying the Oscars. So two rounds of voting. Yeah. Uh, first round picks the nominee. Second round, uh, you pick the winners from the nominees, and it's always been on a Google form sheet. And I've saved like the last nine times I did this. They're all saved on Google Sheets. So um, maybe in a future episode we explore my uh, old uh, yeah votes. I mean, I could, I could easily look it up now. Um, uh, you know, and, and maybe by the end of the. At the end of the episode, I think we're gonna need an episode to fill in. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, that that'd probably be good for. They, you know what? Uh, uh, I shouldn't be trying to add more things to this episode, this first one, because we're gonna be talking about a lot of things over the next few weeks, hopefully. So, mm-hmm. first things first, the tenth talk from Society Awards are going to be held yes. on Sunday, March fifth, twenty twenty three. Okay. I, uh, the date is there. Uh, it's a week before the Oscars. Marcus, I do not know what I'm going to do <laughs> for I, for the for the tenth one. It should be something special, right? I, I mean, I don't know if I'm just going to announce uh, announce the winners again on Twitter or do like a live stream or something. I don't know. I, I, do a vote between the ten winners. That's what we always do. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, I see. The 10 Between previous the 10 winners. past winners, yes. Okay. Well, that would be kind of difficult because we wouldn't know the 10th well, winner until... Yeah, well, well, you can do it later, you know. Well, no, that doesn't help me at all. That's I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do <laughs> the night of. <laughs> like how... <laughs> yeah, I mean, vote I mean, out the 10 past winners. I mean, that's... Okay, fine. That's a good idea. I can write that down, you know. Um, or tweet we, out the votes. Uh, we, we can do that on the uh, Oscars uh, ceremony recap. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that's uh, that's March of 2023. We're in December 2022. We're here to talk about the best actors. Okay. We're, we're talking about the nominees or the potential nominees, I should say, 
from this past year get people talking about awards because nobody talks about awards ever right i mean it's (laughs) (laughs) you we're the first ones to do it yeah and we're the first ones to like bring it to the people we're like we want to know your opinions too yeah 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 we're like the only ones these days saying doing that exactly so we're we're just going to get your 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 mind's racing here Uh, we're going to start uh start your journey listeners of like coming up with a ballot to vote in the talk from society awards okay that's what i want your brain juices doing thinking about that sweet sweet ballot you're going to turn in um by the way first round voting begins the end of this month uh late december uh We'll tell you more information later, but for now, go to talkfilmsociety.com slash TFSawards for general info. I mean, uh, you'll find updates there. All right. Who do you got, Marcus? Who are the best actors of 2022? Oh, how about this? Okay. two. There's two ways we can do this, Marcus. Yeah. Now, your favorites of the year and also who you think will be nominated this year. Uh, in the in the Oscars or in the Oscars and or the Talk Film Society Awards. Okay, so let's talk our favorites and let's talk our uh, our, our guesses or our, our picks for the uh, uh, you know the ones to be nominated. Okay, how about that, Marcus? How about that? How about it? How about it? You want to do it? How about it? <laughs> okay, so to start things off, I went to goldderby.com, which is a website I've been going to for maybe over 15 years um and it's helped me win some oscar uh, pools um at talk oh, society by the way yeah 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 um so they're usually pretty good with uh, with picking the uh, nominees and i don't know how accurate or how you know close they're going to be this far away from the actual nominees being announced for the oscars but here as of december the first week well, of december can can i can i guess some yeah, okay, yeah. I, I wrote down the, the top six, okay? Uh, so okay. Guess, of, uh, guess the top six they're predicting to be nominated for the Best Actor Oscar uh, okay. this, this season. Uh, all right, Marcus, go ahead. I probably have them written all down here. So my guess is uh, Austin Butler for Elvis. Okay, you got one. Uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, no, okay. You got one. I did get that one. You got Tom one. Tom Cruise for Top Gun Maverick. You got another one. Colin Farrell, Banshees of Anishirin. Ina Sheeran. You got another one. Bam. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya for Nope. Incorrect. You did not get that one. Ah, my, ba- my bracket's busted. Yeah. Uh, let me just uh, look around and see if there's anybody else I even want to guess. Wait, did um, you did you say uh, you didn't? Wait, so you said so far Farrell, Butler, Cruz, right? Yeah, and then I guessed Daniel Kaluuya. Okay, okay. So, oh, Brendan Fraser for the yes, whale. Yes, Brendan Fraser. Yes. Okay. One, two, three, four. So I'm going to give you those. I do have one guess. Okay. Remaining. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm, I'm not. I'm not confident about it. Uh, Vigo Mortensen. No. No. Unfortunately, mm. long shot. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I will say he's in my uh, top five here. Okay. Let me first tell you this. So when it comes to Gold Derby, when it comes to experts and people who are on this website predicting who the nominees are going to be, I mean, you got you guessed Frazier, Brandon Frazier and the Whale. You guessed Colin Farrell and Banshees. You guessed Austin Butler and Elvis. Yes, they have those there. Tom Cruise is number six. Okay. Now, 
who is number four and five? Because Brendan Fraser is one, Farrell's two, Butler's three. Number four, Bill Nye for a movie called Living, which I have no idea what that's about. But apparently, no. he's a he's a shoe in apparently in the top five. Oh, I gotta finally give him his award, right? It's his year. It's his. It's been, everybody's been saying it's Bill Nye's year. Okay. And then number five, Hugh Jackman for The Sun, which I've heard is bad. The movie is bad, but apparently he's good. So I don't know. I, I, if you ask me, I'm, I'm going to say for sure, Frazier, Farrell, Butler, they're going to be nominated. There's no doubt. I'd give Cruz a nudge in there. Um, but uh, I don't know what the I don't know what the fifth slot's going to be. I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. Maybe Will Smith in Emancipation is apparently very good in that. Um, I, I'm reading here Diego Calva from Babylon, uh, Paul Mescal from After Sun. Uh, uh, so and hey, even on this website it says uh, number eleven, Adam Sandler for Hustle. Imagine that. Imagine if Adam Sandler yeah. got nominated for Best Actor. I, I I would love it, and I think in a in a weak year I think he could get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was really rallying for <clears throat> uncut gems, uh, but, and I think that was among the strongest of that year, but, uh, I wouldn't call the hustle, like the best performance of the year, but I would definitely say like, uh, in an average Joe year, he could definitely get there if it was like, if it if it was his time, which like it's Bill Nye's time this time. Yeah. But it's Bill Nye's time. It's Bill Nye's year. He's been, it, it, this is his, uh, you know, career defining moment is, 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 a uh, Bill Nye and, and the movie living, which is on all our top 10 lists. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm being very flippant about living. I don't know if it's good. Or, I just don't know what it's about. I should have done my research and looked up living starring Bill Nye. Um, I'm looking up right now. As I look this up, Marcus, I threw the question into the Discord. Or wait, do do, do we want to go to your picks, or have you said all your picks yet? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't said all my picks, Marcelo. What are we going to you first? I was guessing what the Oscars would do. Okay, we talked Oscars. Do me first. We talked. Yes, we talked Oscar predictions. That's off the table. Next thing on the on okay. the on the table is your favorites. No Oscar predictions, no awards predictions. Your favorite lead performances of the year, Marcus, go. Sure. Well, how many do you want me to say here? Like, five. do you want me to give my five? Five. What, what's the format? Five. Give me five. five. Give me your five. Five. Give me five. All right. Oh, well, in the be- by the uh, way, I'm sorry. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking I'm news. sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to Bill Nye and the movie Living. The, the movie Living is actually, I've heard of this before. But I just forgot the name. It's adapted from Akira Kurosawa's uh, Ikiru, which is one of the most heartbreaking movies of all time. So now I'm very excited to see Living. I don't know where it's playing near me, but uh, I have to find a copy of it somewhere. If it's uh, if it's online or or at, or at my local Redbox. So Living, that's on my watch list. Anyway, Marcus, back to you. Okay, I have a big list written here. I'm going to try to narrow it down to my top five. Uh, that is going to be tough. I'm going to have to think about it for a second. But I will say um, a couple of the ones I definitely want to get there. Um, this one, not in a million years. Uh, it will not happen. But it is something that I think... It is something that I wish we lived in the world where this could be recognized. Is uh, 
Johnny Knoxville for Jackass Forever. Um, I think the man has been, I, I say that with no irony, by the way. I, I think the man has been putting in, uh, putting his body on the, on the line for our entertainment and doing it excellently, uh, for the last 20 years. And, uh, I appreciate it. And I think in forever, he does some of the stupidest shit he's ever done. And, uh, I was thoroughly entertained by him, by that film. And yeah, I, I wish, again, I wish, I wish that was the kind of thing that could ever get brought up, but it won't. Um, here's another one, uh, Colin Farrell for Banshees of Venus Sheeran. Uh, big fan of that film. Thought it was very funny. Uh, it's my favorite Colin Farrell performance in years, and that man never disappoints. And, uh, yeah, uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta overlap with what the Academy will nominate in a few of these, cause, uh, I know, sometimes you just have to, Marcelo, you know. Yeah, sometimes. Even though it feels it feels kind of feels kind of lame to do, but like you I just got to do it. I mean, I'm with you. Um, sh- should I got? Sh- uh, have you finished with your top five? Should I should I go with mine next? I said two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were done. You know what? I'm so sorry. Nope. Something came on the wire <laughs> that I was engrossed with, um, and I'm going to keep this in the episode. Rest in peace, Kirstie Alley. She just passed away at 71. Whoa. Yeah. What? So, yes, breaking news. uh, Oh, no. So, rest in peace, uh, Kirstie Alley. Anyway, Marcus, continue. Sorry, I was distracted. Uh, Jesus. Um, Well, that's a a wrench thrown in here, but, you know, she's a Scientologist. It's fine. Um, She's up there with Xenu, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Alexander Skarsgård, The Northman, one of the most committed performances of this year, I think, uh, really puts his entire body into it. Um, I'm not expecting it to get nominated, but I really wish it would. Like, I, I think it should be higher up there. Okay, now I'm, I'm left with two, and I think for my fourth slot, I'm going to throw a bit of a curveball. You know how sometimes you get, like, a, yeah, a curveball thrown in there? Yeah, baseball. Yeah, so... I, I, I once heard a story about how, uh, oh, it was uh, Clint Eastwood and uh, Justin Timberlake. They, they had trouble with the curve. But uh, he, here's my curveball. I'm going to say John Hamm in Confess Fletch. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a very, very underrated performance. I think that movie rests entirely on his shoulders. It's a very dry film and not not in a bad way, in a very good way honestly, but, uh, it's a very dry, witty adult comedy. And, uh, really the film rests entirely on his shoulders. Cause like the filmmaking, like really puts him front and center. And I think he absolutely carries the movie with his quippy little jokes and, uh, John Hamm's natural charisma. I, I, I have, uh, loved John Hamm since I was a kid watching him in Mad Men and, uh, and voting in the TFS awards 10 years ago. And I've always been like rooting for him and stuff, and I think his career has not taken what I wish he would have done with it. But he's just been goofing off, having having fun doing the roles he wants to do. But this is the type of thing I want to see him do more, and uh, I think it really stretches parts of him that we haven't necessarily seen. It shows us a little bit of that Don Draper again, who also had that dry wit, and uh, yeah, I really do think it's wonderful. And then. Uh, Look, I, I, I got to say, my favorite performance of this year, I have the movie playing in the background just to inspire this conversation. 
Uh, Austin Butler in Elvis. Yes. Speaking of committed performances with Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Jesus Christ, he throws his entire body into it. He becomes this, this man, this legend that the film needs him to be. The movie is a more of a glorifying take on the uh, Elvis, the man. And uh, I think he fills those shoes perfectly. He has this great, beautiful baby face that you just sympathize, sympathize with. And he does the singing and the stage, uh, and the stage uh, performance uh, just so wonderfully. I cannot wait until the restored version lets us see longer versions of the concerts, <laughs> and uh, and and everything in between too. The I don't think he goes too far. I think he he plays it pretty damn note perfect, um, which is even more especially uh, noteworthy for being across from uh Tom Hanks who's just hamming it the fuck up and he can still somehow be kind of down to earth with his performance. And I'm not shitting on Tom Hanks. I would probably also give him a best supporting actor nod. We'll see. Yeah. But uh but yeah, uh Austin Butler, absolutely my favorite of the year. I would vote for him if uh given the chance. And uh I hope he's not third place. <laughs> I hope he's not. Uh I well if he's third place he's nominated. I mean, he, he's nominated, but I want him to win. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you want him to win. Okay, okay, just just to make that clear, just so you understand how this works, right? You know, I also want Brendan Fraser to win. Now I think about it, never but mind. We both haven't seen the whale, by the way. Um, we haven't, but I mean, I mean, stay tuned. I, I I'm most likely <laughs> okay. gonna see it uh, in, in the next two weeks, and I'll give my opinion, uh, whether online or in a, in podcast form. Marcus, I don't know. It's it's going to be a limited release, I think. Hopefully, you get to see it if you want to see it. It's it's a very divisive movie, from what I've heard. But from everything I've heard, you know, negative or positive, so the thing that remains clear is like he's amazing in it. Frazier's amazing. So yeah, and and also just Frazier as the man. Like you know, they give out awards for people to because again, like we say, like it's time or whatever. But like. Yeah. Frazier, I think he's about to have like a huge career comeback in a in a great way, and he seems like a very sympathetic person. Uh, terrible what happened to him, and uh, I'm I'm glad he's back, and I'm glad he's coming back in like what looks to be like at the very minimum. Like I mean, Darren Aronofsky's always a very polarizing director, but at the bare minimum, it should be a, a fascinating movie. Absolutely, I'm excited to see it. Uh, Me too. You know, in and I'm excited for either loving it or hating it because apparently there's no in, in there's no in between with the whale. So we'll see. I'll go mine. I go through mine real quick. Uh, number five in the number five slot, Daniel Craig. Apparently they're pushing him for best lead actor, um, and I'm like, sure, long shots, but I would love for him to be nominated. Okay, and he's my number five. Uh, of my personal favorites of the year. And then the rest, well, except for one, I'll say, okay, the next one is Tom Cruise, number four, of course. Like, I, I think he's a shoe in I think he'll get nominated for Best Actor. And he's legitimately amazing in, in Maverick. Um, but, like, it's odd. Like he's, I don't know if I can put this into words, but he's, he's great in Maverick, but, like, I wish it was something more interesting along the lines of like uh, uh, um, Magnolia or like Eyes Wide Shut that he's given out, I, that he's I, being nominated for, right? 
Sure, I agree with you that I agree with you that, but like I this isn't just Ethan Hunt or whatever. This is this is a very interesting perform I mean it's not you know what? No, it's not. It's not Oblivion or whatever. Like this is a very interesting <laughs> performance from Cruz. I mean, like he. Uh, it's a very multi-layered performance yeah, from him. I and I completely agree. But I will say, even like Fallout, I think he gives a, a better performance to Ethan Hunt in Fallout than a, than a Top Gun Maverick. I am hmm. pretty sure he was like two or three in my top uh, in my lead actor performances of that year when Fallout came out, Mission Impossible Fallout. Anyway, but I still think he, he deserves a nomination for sure. Uh, he's one of the best performances. His is one of the best of the year for me. After that, Vico Mortensen in Crimes of the Future. There's no way he's going to get on it. There's no way he's going to get nominated for this. No way. But I love the performance. It's weird. Uh, the choices he makes. I mean, he can only make them in a David Cronenberg movie and it works. These two, they should continue making movies until, you know, either one dies. Uh, Viggo Mortensen and David Cronenberg. Uh, Match made in heaven. But uh, Mortensen, amazing. I was watching that just before we recorded, again, Crimes of the Future. It's a great movie. Um, and then the last two, of course, Colin Farrell. You know, he, not only Banshees of Inchirin, like, uh, after Yang, he's incredible in that. And even playing an Italian. Uh, uh, you know, he's got range in the Batman. Um <laughs> And then Austin Butler, number one. A very sensitive Italian <laughs> performance as well. Uh, number one, Austin Butler, of course. Elvis. Uh, Marcus already said it. it it's, You're with me. You're yeah, with I'm me. with you. I, I want him to win. It's his year, Austin Butler. And Could you elaborate more for me on uh, Colin Farrell? Because I couldn't find the words. Can you find them? Colin Farrell? Okay, you mean in, in Banshees of Inchirin? In Banshees specifically. Okay. Because I also said him, but I, I just couldn't find much to say other than he's very funny. Well, okay. Um, a friend of mine, um, who I'm afraid might listen to this, uh, and I'm giving her all the credit. Um, oh, no. She, <laughs> I know, it's... it's it's Not it, a friend. <laughs> not a friend. Oh, got a friend listening to a podcast of mine? Oh, no. I got to delete this file. <laughs> um, but she and I saw it together a few weeks ago. And she was like, uh, we're going back and forth on why Colin Farrell is so great in Banshees of Inchirin. And I think it's because he goes through, and that's a spoil of the movie, but like he goes through like a, so many emotions in that movie. From being like positive and joyful in like the first frame of it. Like you see in the trailer, like Farrell's character in Banshees is walking through like this gorgeous Irish landscape with a rainbow behind him, for God's sakes. And then because of his like uh, uh, imploding friendship in the movie with Brendan Gleeson's character, he becomes something else completely. And it's a much yeah. darker performance by the end. And he yeah, definitely, he definitely can do both in his career. It's like, the, like Banshees is, is, is sort of a, a, like a summation of like the best of Pharaoh. It's like, we've seen him be I, yeah. like a jolly, you know, goofy guy, you know, but we've also seen him play like villains. It, you know what? Hey, I'm making this connection now. It's like, you know, the range of this man, like playing the penguin and then playing like the sweethearted, like a uh, 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 dad in After Yang. I mean, you see all that also in like Banshees of like this like little simp mm -hmm. who's like going through the world, like, you know, with a smile on his face. And then things become very dark for him by the end of the movie in Banshees. Anyway, so hopefully I summed up, you yeah, know, I, I summed it up pretty well say, there. I'll say another thing is that that movie seems like it. 
I don't know how the hell they did it, but it seems like they kind of like turn back the wheel of time for their performances, like their actors. Like, um, and I'd say it's most obvious to me in the, uh, what's his name? The, he plays the, the little scout. Oh, who, uh, steals his father's, uh, Brendan, ba- uh, Barry, Barry Cogan, Barry Keegan, Keegan, Barry Keegan. Yes, Keegan. he, uh, yeah, he still he uh he he is doing something that like is like I, I could never have imagined him being able to do. But I think Colin Farrell is also doing that same thing. He looks ten years younger than than he is, and he feels it too. Like yeah. he doesn't feel like a man in his what late forties, early fifties. Oh, he yeah. feels like a I don't know thirty something year old guy to me. Yeah, but anyway. But okay, so I I mean just to wrap off wrap off. Jesus Christ, I'm a podcaster. Just to tie this off, um, uh, and, and before we go to Discord, because I asked the same question on Discord, like are, are the, the best sleep performances. Um, you know what? Let's go to Discord first, okay? Forgive me. This is the first episode of this. I'm trying to find a structure here. Let's go to the, the Discord, Marcus. Let's open it up. To the Discord. Hey, and, and listeners, you can be in the Discord too if you're cool. Yeah. Go to talkfromsociety.com slash discord to join. Only fun if you're cool. Fun place. Fun place. We got a good membership. We have like over 100 people. Yeah. It's growing. It's growing. So, yes, I asked the same question. Good, uh, good we... place to have conversations. Good place to have fun. Absolutely. So, let's go through some of these uh, responses from our, 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 our beloved, our distinguished uh, discord members. Uh, Marcus, you wrote some down, right? Do you want to do, do, do start and yeah. go through some of these? Yeah, I've essentially written them all down. Uh, how many do you want me to say? <laughs> let's let's start with the first one you wrote down. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I've wrote them all chronologically in the order the people uh, gave them to us. And so, I'm, uh, I have the page open here, too, so I can see them. So let's go through some of these. Uh, oh, uh, you, na- you, you name one, and I'll name one. Perfect. All right, so uh, Jay Preston Poole. Um, he says Austin Butler for Elvis. Uh this one's interesting. Uh, Daniel Jimenez uh, Cacho for Bardo. And uh, another interesting one, Banks Rapita Repita for Armageddon Time. Uh, two of those I, I know nothing about. I believe you've probably seen Armageddon Time at least, right? I have seen Armageddon Time. I'm passing on Bardo, um, at least for now. It, it, Bardo, the new Inaratu, is playing in theaters here in Austin. But I, I chose, not, Marcus, I chose not to see it in a theater. You know why? I'm not the biggest in your fan. Stand. I took a stand against in your out and also I heard the movie's not great. Um, but I'll, I'll probably see it when it comes on Netflix, you know. But I'm not gonna see it right away. How about Banks though? Um, Banks, okay. Actually, yes, I have seen. Okay, so uh, you know, Jay Preston Poole obviously agrees with us. Austin Butler, you know, the man, he's gonna win. You know, I'm gonna assume that from Poole's um, uh, uh, message here. Armageddon Time is a movie I've thought about a lot. Since I've seen it, I initially like dismissed it as kind of like a, uh, a in, in so many words like a white savior movie. Um, uh, but with but like thinking about it more and more since seeing it, I'm like it's it's actually it is it's it's themes I keep thinking about, it's performances I keep thinking about, and Banks uh, Repetta is the lead uh, a kid in it. I think that James Gray. Uh, proxy, that's the right word, right? Uh, basically, James Gray is like doing like another, like, you know, uh, I'm going to base this off my life, like um, like the Kenneth Branagh movie. Uh, what was that movie called, Marcus? Help me out. 
It's like uh, uh Belfast. Belfast. Yeah, it's like it's like another Belfast, right? But I don't know, like the ending of that movie and the performances, especially like Anthony Hopkins as like as like as like a grandfather who sort of teaches the kid, uh, Banks Repairs character, basically how to survive in a world that's just so terrible. I don't know. This kid Banks is he does he does good stuff in it. Being being a kid actor in this movie, so yeah, uh, you know I, I can totally see he might might not get a nomination, but totally worth checking out that movie and his performance in it. So yeah, that's my thought on Armageddon Time. Uh, Wonderful. Emily V S says Timothy Chalamet for Bones and All, which I'm like yeah 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 it's I it, Timothy Timothy eat the bones Timothy eat the bones you you saw that right. You saw Bones and Yeah, all. I did. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I would not call it... I don't even know if I'd put it like top five Chalamet performances, but I did enjoy him in it a lot. It's a very different Chalamet. He's playing kind of like a dirtbag guy. Uh, his charms are not as immediately obvious, and I think that uh, kind of goes to show like he's a real serious actor. Like he, I, uh, I was kind of like... Oh, this is not the Timothy Chalamet I like. And, and that's in an interesting way that I have to think about more, but... But yeah, uh, I I definitely see where she's coming from. Yeah, I I do like his performance in it. Although I kind of agree with you, like it's not my favorite performance of his, but it's in, at least it's interesting. I mean, and and the final scene of that movie kills me. Um, I, I saw it again, and it still kills me. Uh, anyway, Bones and All I think is good. Probably won't get any uh, big nominations this year. Um, maybe for score. The Reznor Ross score is great. Maybe screenplay, probably not. Anyway, uh, who else? I right, uh, you you skip down and, and say another one, Marcus. Oh, uh, we skipped over Chelsea Nico. I want to say she agreed with us with Colin Farrell oh, from yes. Banshee. She says that performance killed me. And then uh, my friend Joey. Um, Joey. Uh, Joey. Uh, I, boy, I, I should know his last name, but I don't. <laughs> Uh, so he's got four here. He says uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Nope, which uh, I really would have thought he'd be higher on the Oscar uh, contender list, but but he's he's really good in that. Really restrained in that same way that I'd say he is in uh, Get Out. Uh, a really fantastic partnership with Jordan Peele. Like they both get each other very clearly, and uh, yeah, very good performance. Uh, Daniel Craig in Glass Onion. I can't attest to that. Marcella, perhaps you can in a second. Idris Elba in 3,000 Years of Longing. I, I appreciate Joey for saying this one. Um, and I, I think it's a very romantic movie. The movie kind of rests entirely on his shoulders because he's the narrator for the film and he's, well, the main character. Second, nah, he's the main character. But, uh, and he's uh, doing a lot of narration and uh, acting in the past too. He's kind of playing different versions of the same character in some sort of way. And I think he does a fantastic job. And then, uh, Another fun one from Joey, Daniel Radcliffe uh, in Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which uh, that's not for me, but <laughs> you, did, you didn't like that movie? Marcel. You didn't like that movie? I didn't like the movie. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, Sorry. that's fair. Uh, I, okay. Daniel Radcliffe in Weird. That's one of those where I dear, I, I hope dear listeners, if you're going to vote in the talk for society awards, and I do recommend you do vote in the talk film society awards, uh, vote for Daniel Radcliffe. Um, I know Marcus doesn't like the movie, but can you at least admit, Marcus, please admit, Daniel Radcliffe is at least good in that movie. Can you admit that? I think Daniel Radcliffe is doing basically the same thing he's been doing for many years <laughs> in that damn. movie. And they're just like, 
put it on the Weird Al Yankovic, and that would be funny on its own, and I don't necessarily agree with that. <laughs> well, you son of a bitch. Um, but anyway, <laughs> this is where we disagree. I, I, sh- I also should have stated at the start of this that like this may be like uh, a breach of trust, where I am hosting a show talking about my favorites of the year <laughs> and what I think is going to get nominated, when I'm going to be the guy counting the, the ballots. Maybe I should... Maybe I should Pass it off to somebody else this year. Maybe. Now, uh, look, does the president get up there? Does the presidential nominees, do they get up there and say, I don't want you to vote for me? <laughs> Wait, what? Is that what they do? <laughs> Wait, what? No, they no, they say the exact opposite. Okay, whatever. Um, I, I just hope Daniel Radcliffe. I, in my opinion, I think Daniel Radcliffe sh- should be nominated for something. Possibly Talk From Society Best Actor, uh, you know, award. But, you know, anyway, that's just me. Marcus says no. Uh, Idris Elba and 3,000 Years of Longing. I need to see that movie again. I I I do not know what to think of it, having seen it once. I was surprised. So I saw. I also probably saw it on a bad day for me. So I, I need to see it with a clear head. Um, and of course, I agree. Craig and uh, in Glass Onion and Daniel Kaluuya. I mean, for as much as I want Note to be nominated for a lot of things, it probably won't get nominated for performances. Maybe Kiki Palmer, but we'll save that for another episode is it my turn now um yeah yeah pick one out let's i'm gonna run through some of these so our friend darth joker who i know he's a friend of mine in real life supporter of the site yes um i his choices i don't know man if you're listening to this darth joker (laughs) i mean rohan campbell as Corey in halloween ends that's supporting okay hey justin let me finish my supporting i think that's supporting i disagree I disagree. No, that is the. I think he is the. I think he's the heart of that movie. I think he is the reason that movie is happening. I think he is the main character of the movie. <sighs> it's one of those things where it's Jamie Lee Curtis starring. She's the lead actress. I don't agree. But that's... If she feels so <laughs> superfluous to the to the end of result of the movie. She's barely there. I'm seeing and, this. And obviously, Michael Myers is barely there. I mean, but, I'm I'm saying I'm saying this as like if Halloween ends were were had a had a four year consideration. If if it were to get nominated, it would happen in supporting. I guess. Yes, right. that, that's that's how I'm viewing this through the lens of four year consideration campaigns. Right? It'll be Jamie Lee Curtis lead, and then uh, Rohan Campbell so, yeah. supporting actor. You know, sure. Sure, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk more about him in supporting actor for that episode. Okay, okay, wow, um, that's you're showing your hand there. Um, another one, a little bit. Another one that I do not believe is is lead actor. Yeah, Justin Long in Barbarian. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't come in the movie until a third of the or until two thirds of the way through. Yeah, spoiler like, alert. I, yeah, but I, I cannot call him the lead. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also. Kai Hu Kwan uh, and everything everywhere all at once. Another supporting actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I that one's closer to actor. Yeah, but probably the closest to any of the three. If I'm being real, they're definitely putting him in the supporting actor slot. Uh, for they, yeah, yeah. So we will talk more about him, but that is a magical performance. Yeah, this, this is all just a preview for the supporting actor yeah. um, episode. And of course, Skarsgård in Northman, which I think it's—I think it's a solid performance. I, I didn't say this earlier. I'm with you. I—I I do love the Northman. I think he's incredible in it. It's maybe it's because I think it's because like it's not a 
big performance that I'm not like in love with it, you know? Um, mm. But I, I think I'd call it a big performance. Yeah, I know. But, uh, I guess big as in like, I don't know. I don't want to get fully into it. Maybe we'll talk he's more. He's doing a lot. He's It's a very physical performance. He's very committed. We might talk about it more when we talk about our best pictures later on. I hear Owen, Owen here says that uh, they would argue for uh, uh, K.O. Khan for being uh, support for being a uh, lead actor. But uh so yeah, it's I guess it's all over the place. It, it is. It's a matter of opinion, but also it's kind of a matter of a fact because because the people who have that opinion make it a fact and that's whoever is behind the oscars and the for your consideration campaigns and who who's and whatnot all that stuff it's like a, a, a category stuffing or whatever there's a phrase for it it's ridiculous but that's that's the game folks and i as as the as the guy who counts the ballots i normally just lean towards what the uh, oscars say in terms of Who's, el- gotcha. who's eligible for what category? But it's all dumb. I I, I do I do kind of want to do this where I want to. I forget what other award show has done this recently. Ten slots for actors. That's it. No no. Uh, well, I'll, maybe I'll do best actor, best supporting actor. But I mean actor as in like anybody, female, male, male. female, non-binary. Yeah, exactly. So ten slots, just actors, right? I want to do yeah, that. I could see that. It's not gonna happen this year, but it happened maybe next year if I do it if I'm still alive. Yeah, maybe maybe next year we get a little creative for yeah. the when we're breaking off a new decade. Yeah. Um, okay, going through more of these times change. Um, B six four two one Banshees Cruise. Uh, I like uh, Park High Ill in Decision to Leave. Did didn't even think about that performance, but it's an excellent performance in Decision to Leave. And he also names uh, the two leads in RRR. Yes, Anti Rama Rayo Jr. and Ram Charan. Yes, which which like I I'm anticipating a lot of uh, surprises. I say surprises. Yeah, to to I agree with you. I think to the normies. I think it should get a lot of technical awards. Yeah, um, and I I'm I'm with B six. I didn't end up naming, um, but I did really want to name. Uh, Ram Charan, specifically in RR, a very, very badass performance. I did enjoy it thoroughly. Uh, Marcel has uh, recently made me rethink my opinions about that film, but <laughs> we can talk about that later for best for, for best but director. But I do enjoy picture. it a lot. Yeah. I, I do still enjoy it a lot, and I enjoy uh, him especially and Anti Ramareo Jr. Of course, he's uh, very uh, sweet, kind-hearted in that film, uh, uh, and it, they're both very. Uh, different performances that complement each other uh in a way that feels like if one's nominated they have to both be nominated they're bet they're definitely both both lead actors which is unfortunate uh for their submissions process well i I, i'll say and and marcus is just trying to throw me under the bus there for rrr i'll say we'll talk about it we'll talk about it later later, but i'll just say i am going to be very excited when they announce the oscar nominations and also the talk from society awards Nominations. I'm sure. I'm sure RRR will sweep so many categories uh, in terms of nominations, at Technicals, least yeah. technical awards. And and I'm I'm shooting for best director. Uh, I'm sure he's going to get get in there. Um, and we'll see how how many more. Maybe best picture, but who knows? Uh, all right, Sam. Good old Sam Van Heeren. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, Skarsgård, Kwan, uh, Elba, Mortensen. Good picks. 
Yeah, I, uh, I didn't. I didn't mention Mortensen, but uh, you did. But uh, he uh, is very good. He's very good. Yes, I like him in Crimes of the Future. Uh, let's go through some more of these. Uh, Sky six five Z, Scarsguard, Gabriel Labelle. I believe that's the kid in the Fablemans. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and talk about the Fablemans a little bit. Uh, down there we have uh, here. I'll skip forward here a little bit. We also have uh, Manish. Ah, uh, uh, he's he's saying a few that. He he just gave us first names. <laughs> I don't know who he means. Okay, I got this. Them. I got this. So he so Manish okay. just says five names, first names. So Daniel yeah. Craig, Colin Farrell, Daniel Kaluuya. Wait, what? I think it's Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> oh, really? Daniel Kaluuya. Okay, fine. I would have liked Daniel Craig, but I see your point. I think Daniel Kaluuya is who he meant. <laughs> Manish. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Put last names next time. Yeah, I tried to get. I tried to get some <laughs> some more. Uh, some more uh, Colin, uh, what's the word? But I, I couldn't get it from him. Colin Farrell. I'm assuming that's Colin. Alex. Yeah. I do not know who Alex is. Who could Alex? I be? think that's Alexander Scars. Okay. <laughs> Paul. Paul Dano. Maybe. That's a guess, and that's why I went down here because he also said he said Paul, and he said Gabriel. Um, Gabriel. If we had Peter in there, I'd know who we're talking about. <laughs> but um, but no, he says Paul and Gabriel, who I assume are Paul Dano and uh, Gabriel, whoever from uh, the Fablemans, which I'll allow you to talk about. I'm excited for that film. Oh but yes. I have not seen it yet. Gabriel. So let me. So much like the performance of the kid in uh, Armageddon Time. And that kid being Banks Rapetta, uh, Gabriel Labelle playing the, uh, the 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 proxy to Steven Spielberg, because uh, Steven Spielberg also wanted to make a Belfast. I joke like Spielberg apparently had this idea like r- ready for ten years and was waiting for his dad to die to make the Fableman. So any sort of uh, in, in, you know implication or if you want to call out Spielberg for making a Belfast, screw you. He's had this idea for years. Gabriel LaBelle is like a great little Spielberg, a great little Sammy Fableman, Sam Fableman. Um, I love his performance a lot. Seeing it now twice, the Fableman's it's one of my favorites of the year. Um, uh, th- those three performances, LaBelle's, um, Paul Dano's, Michelle Williams. Fantastic. Like some of the best acting Great. all year, right? Um, Great to hear. I didn't put Dano in my lead actor because I, I, I think last time I checked, he was, he's in the supporting category, which is wild to me. Yeah, it's possible there's another Paul out there that we're just not thinking of. Yeah, so uh, but, uh, if if Manish decides to update us on who Paul is, then we'll 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 tell you by by the end of the episode. Um, um, uh, Sky also says Nick Cage for the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, very fun, very, very fun performance from him. Very, very uh, as always, uh, Nick Cage has a lot of range and, uh, especially in this film, he's very purposefully showing it off. The film is like a sort of like a parody, a loving parody of, uh, Nick Cage's career. And, uh, he gets to revisit some of his old characters and that was very fun. It's, it's a very enjoyable movie. I, I recently saw that again. Uh, I put that on for my parents. Um, the incredible, the unbearable weight of massive talent. They loved it. It's, and, and I, I loved it again, seeing it again. Uh, Noah Thompson 
Yes. Um, Austin Butler, Elvis, uh, Daniel Cloyan for Nope, uh, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Gabriel LaBelle for The Failmans, and John Boyega for Breaking. I don't know anything about this. Uh, this is a movie I should have seen in theaters. I, I, I saw the trailer. I was hooked. Is this uh, a remake of Breaking? Uh, no. Uh, no. You mean that dancing movie? You mean Breaking? Yeah, the one that has the sequel that everybody makes fun of all the time. Electric Boogaloo? No, no, no. Uh, John Boyega's character is a veteran who has been um, uh, shunned and shafted by the government, and he decides to dog day afternoon uh, uh, a bank. And and drama ensues. Uh, It looked amazing. I didn't see it in theaters for whatever reason, um, but I see he's like kind of he's he's doing one of those um, Hollywood Reporter actor on actors. I forget who's gonna who he's gonna be with because they they announced that lineup today of like oh it's Kate Blanchett and Laura Dern and like all like you know all this shit. Um, But yeah. Uh, if, if I were more prepared, I'd pull that list up because I want to go through that list. <laughs> We've learned some lessons for the next episode. Yeah, be more prepared. Um, anyway, I hear he's good. Never seen the movie. Um, ben Miller, I want to go through his. Uh, Caleb Landry-Jones in Nitram. Colin Farrell, Banshees. Uh, Park Hyel, Decision to Leave. Jeremy Pope, The Inspection, which is a movie I'm hesitant to watch because I hear it's it's it'll it'll wring your heart out it's painful to watch emotional um and of course austin butler elvis so some good picks there uh a few more marcus yeah jay mcmillan says uh colin farrell for banshees seems to be our overall leader um jim broadbent for the duke uh giavigo mortensen crimes of the future you got another vote there brendan fraser for the whale and austin butler in elvis uh jim broadbent and the duke no no clue. No clue. Oh, he also says Colin Farrell for Banshees and After Yang. So sneaking one in there. Um, How dare he? And uh, yeah, there's uh, not too many. There's There are no more, actually. That's our end. So uh, our, 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 our friend Jesse, uh, Jurassic Griff, uh, he does say Kalia. Nope, gives another vote for uh, Kalia. Another, like, probably our top three, I would say, are Colin Farrell, Kalia, and maybe... Maybe Austin. Maybe. Do you have anything to say about the Duke or uh, Colin Farrell for After Yang? Uh, I, I said some about Colin Farrell he and After Yang. Uh, he, he's great in it. He's, he plays a, a, a great dad and um, so kind and, and warm. Um, again, this year for him has been amazing because he's he's shown his full range of like playing monsters and like kind men. Um, who's the other one? Uh, Jim Broadbent in The Duke. I do not know what that is. I'm sorry. I apologize to to, to Broadbent and the Duke because uh, you got me there. Uh, no idea. Okay, Jay McMillan, you're a bigger film fan than I. <laughs> you got us. I also don't know anything about uh, that collab. Wait, hold on. The one I said earlier, the the yeah, Caleb Landry Jones for Nitrum. I don't know what, what that is. is. Nitrum. Nitrum. I kind of just glanced over that. Huh. Anyway, Ben Miller, you're also a bigger fan than us because we don't know what Nitrum is. Yeah. We're going to have to have a battle between Jay McMillan and Ben Miller yeah. sometime. Okay, so to finish this <laughs> off. So, okay, we've settled on it. Austin Butler's going to win the Oscar. We can say that now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's been proven, I think, scientifically by this Absolutely. episode. So I'm glad we have this on record. So December 8th, 2022, the Talk From Society podcast has predicted Austin Butler will win the Oscar for Best mm-hmm. 
actor in a motion picture? The Oscar. Okay. To finish this off. That golden man. That golden man. The golden man is going to win the golden man. All right. To, fin- <laughs> to finish this off, let's go down the list of season 17 of Variety's Actors on Actors. Here we go, Marcus. <laughs> okay. I got it. Let's do this. I got it. Okay. I found it. Here we go. Kate Blanchett with Michelle Yao. Look at that. Okay. Blanchett is going to talk with Michelle Yao. Of course, Blanchett is... We'll talk about lead uh, actress later, but her and Tar and Michelle Yao and everything everywhere. Those are the two. Definitely up there. Yeah, Look. they're definitely like the top tippy top. Yeah. So after that, we have Jamie Lee Curtis uh, in Everything Everywhere talking with Colin Farrell of Banshees. Look at that. That'll be a great conversation. Mm. <laughs> have you seen many of these? No, that'll be fun. That'll have be have fun. you seen that'll these? Because like they just talk to each other and that's it, right? There's no other. No, I know exactly what that is. Yeah, so there's no fun. there's no gimmick to this. It's just two actors talking to each other. Um, Laura Dern and Michelle Williams. Uh, Lauren Dern for The Sun and Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. Um, huh. Viola Davis for The Woman King and is going to talk with Jennifer Lawrence from Causeway, which I heard is good. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, no, she's in anything this year. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Mulligan uh, for She Said talks with Margot Robbie from Babylon. Yeah. Kurt, Carrie Mulligan, very good in She Said. Uh, she might come up uh, in our lead actress. So far, all of these could have been saved for our best actress conversation. <laughs> hey, but look. Surprise, surprise. Brendan Fraser for The Whale talks with Adam Sandler from Hustle. So look at that. Sandler is in the conversation. Baby, that's what I want to see. (laughs) Um, Next one uh, perturbs me because I don't know who these people are. At least one of them. (laughs) Joe Alwyn for Stars at Noon and Catherine Called Birdie and Paul Mescal for After Sun. I know After Sun. I know Paul Mescal is supposed to be great in it. No, haven't seen it. But I don't know these people. I don't haven't seen these movies. Sorry. Okay, next. This one's going to be fun. We should do an episode just on this. <laughs> Austin Butler from Elvis talks with Janelle Monet from Glass Onion. Oh, my God. This Beautiful. one I'm excited Beautiful. for. This one I'm excited for. Um, Beautiful. <laughs> another one, actually, that looks good. Kate Hudson from Glass Onion talks with Glenn Powell from Top Gun Maverick and Devotion. I'm a big Glenn Powell fan now. I I, I, I like him. Kate, Kate Hudson is always fun. Uh, okay. Three more. John Boyega for Breaking and The Woman King, which he's very good in, in The Woman King. And uh, Letita Wright for Black Panther. Unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> Letita Wright. Um, sorry to John Boyega. Next one. Anna de Armas for Blonde and Eddie Redmayne for The Good Nurse. I, Interesting. Be, um, that's the controversial episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally... Paul Dano for The Fablemans talks with Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, which I heard is great in Causeway. That's the Jennifer Lawrence picture. I like that. I like that. That sounds that sounds good to me. There you go. So most of these are going to be great. I'm going to be watching. Well, I'll be listening to the Brendan Fraser and uh, Adam Sandler one, and I'll probably not watch any of the others. <laughs> but they all sound good on paper. What a show. Uh, folks, thanks again for listening. We, we <laughs> hope you got your... Your your ballots. Uh, uh, at least at least start thinking about these ballots, folks. Did did we, did we help you with them? Did we? Yeah. Uh, did we not? Tell- Either way, uh, fill them out in two months or at the end of this month. Yeah, at the end of this month. Uh, December eighth. 
go to talkfilmsociety.com slash TFS awards for more information. Um, go to our discord if you want and be nice at talkfilmsociety.com slash discord. Go to our Patreon. We just did an episode on Harold and Kumar go to Christmas. What's the movie? A Her- very Harold and Kumar Christmas. <laughs> A very Harold and Kumar 3d christmas yeah that's that'll be out soon on the patreon yeah we did it we did a commentary over commentary uh, yes. very very fun commentary and we and we, we we released a knives out commentary that i'm sure everybody's listened to by uh by oh, this yeah, point sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh at marcus any any final words any plugs before we wrap up uh yeah uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode uh <laughs> listen listen to hey uh listen to our other podcast Oh yeah, have a nice um, apocalypse. Have a nice apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Marcelo and I we post have a nice we host have a nice apocalypse about the career of Richard Kelly and more specifically the film Southland Tales. And uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> Austin Butler, hope you're having a good day. Austin Butler, oh god, you're so good. I just want you to hear that from me, Austin Butler. Oh, god, you're so good. Um, thanks, folks. We'll see you next time. And uh, hey, see you at the movies. No, I never say that. All right, bye.